One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, it is the Red Men Podcast. Did you just miss your mouth there? <laughs> yeah, I just Literally <laughs> went for one last swig of tea and missed your mouth the moment we went live. <laughs> Outstanding. It was like you took you took your shot. <laughs> And you what missed. A, what, what an intro. Fantastic. What an intro. Uh, as you may or may not be able to tell, James Sutton joins us, the man, the legend, James Sutton, uh, the man with tea down his chin. Um, and <laughs> we have got returning to the podcast for the first time in far too long. Uh, we have got the star of the Have a Word podcast, <laughs> stand up comedian extraordinaire, Mr. Adam Rowe, as well. What a team. What a lineup. What a team. I might just sit back and just let you talk for a bit. This is going to be great. Um, yes, uh, we have got a podcast to do today. Um, I, I, I mentioned when we did the, the build-up show Monday that we'd done the final word for United, having beat Man United 5-0 at the weekend, by the way, at Old Trafford, in case anyone missed that one. Uh, if you've missed that one, don't worry, we'll be hammering home that point significantly over the next hour. Um, but we had to go straight into the build-up for Preston and... F- who can be asked with that? Who can be asked to talk about Preston in the League Cup? Do you know what I really, really enjoyed the other day, uh, Jordan? So I watched the game on the telly. I wasn't at the game, and on Sky Sports at the bottom, it said on Tuesday Liverpool and the the pitcher was a Preston player and Mo Salah, and I was like, I don't think he's going to be fucking playing that yeah, game. No. I don't think you can be using his image rights to promote <laughs> Liverpool versus Preston yeah, this week. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to be on the pitch. That'd be amazing. Jurgen's yeah, there. <laughs> Uh, so yes we are playing Preston uh, it's the midweek game this week and we will be doing content there is a build up show there for it if you want but I just look we've got a time of going this is like half ten Tuesday morning we've got Preston Wednesday night that gives us another day and a half to just revel in this whole thing because you know you don't but we very rarely beat Man United, generally speaking. Anyway, you don't go and beat them by five goals to nil in their own yards and then expect us to not crow about it to the, to the nth degree. Um, so we're going to do that largely for this podcast, and I think we're all on board with that. And I just want to caveat all of this, by the way, is that I'm, this might come across as a bit classless, maybe, to some people. It might come across as poor karma, or it might come across as, I don't know, like, you know, it's just like, get, you know, it's only one win or whatever. I genuinely don't give a shit. I've had to put up with them pricks for my entire life, uh, and I had to deal with them winning title after title and, and, and heartbreaking win after heartbreaking win. Um, they ruined so, our childhood. They did. They did. Oh, they, deserve, all... they, des- they deserve the next hour. And yeah. also, they, they, for the past few years, have sung a song about a Liverpool player falling over in a game against Chelsea that handed Manchester City a title. Yes. So if they're allowed to sing about that for years, we can at least spend four days having a good fucking laugh about what we've just done to them in their own garden. 
Yes. It's one of the, it, my overriding feeling from the match was that it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop. I mean, you, I mean, I better look, start laughing when the fourth went in. I mean, you might, I mean, you know, you're a very funny man, but I mean, <laughs> you might have to just give up now because nothing yeah. you do will ever, <laughs> will ever be funnier than that night. There was minutes. no funnier moment than. Cristiano Ronaldo, their star player, their, their golden boy, the returning, the wandering son has come back, the prodigal son returns, and they're getting absolutely tonked, and he gets to have his one moment to shine, and he scores his goal, and at least he can go, he can hold his head up high, do his big CU celebration, and then, and, and you know, and, 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 and I feel like he's contributed somehow towards, you know, something positive, and then to have it fucking chalked off for offside. It's just delicious. You couldn't, you couldn't my, have my, picked my, it any my better. Pay, I loved that bit. That really made me laugh. I genuinely burst out laughing. Not even like a forced one when the fourth went in because it was just funny at that point. <laughs> my favourite bit, I think it was Henderson and Trent on like the 82nd minute. They were both just stood in the centre circle, <laughs> just passing, just tapping it to each other. Yeah, that was so calm. Like I seen Carragher after the game on Sky doing his interview, and he was like. Yeah, this is down to 10 men. You know, you you got to go and get seven, eight goals. The fact that Jürgen Klopp had seen two players go off injured and go, lads, you know, for this last 20 minutes, let's just make it sad. <laughs> <laughs> let, let's not even get a sixth. Yeah. Let's, let, don't go near them. Don't <laughs> let them kick you. Just literally tiptoe tap it to each other. If you want to jog every now and then so you don't cramp up, fine, I can live with that. <laughs> But that's that's as far as it goes. You want it to be, and to that point, there's like I, I said, with 25 minutes left to go, you just call it here. And I was like, I mean, Chris was like, no, don't. I'm like, actually, yeah, you're right. Because as much as we also had to just sit, it was a, you know, it became a non, it was a non-contest by that point. You're dead right. The fact that you just the slow, inexorable emptying of Old Trafford, where there's a degree to which football fans, and I agree with this, is that you've got to take your licks. Because the satisfaction of of getting the wins is exacerbated by how much heartache you've had to go through to get there to, yeah. to some extent. So when you're getting battered, I think it is a, you've just got to sit there and take it sometimes. But I like the fact that it was so boring <laughs> that even like some entrenched ones would have gone. They start to look at the watch and thinking, oh, I could I could, I could be in front of the telly. The ball. Yeah, I could be in front of the telly. Watching something else, I could be catching up on the Bake Off in half an hour. You know what I mean? And, and, and thinking of joyous things instead. Just oh, oh, it's great, right? We'll talk about isolated instance from it in a, in a minute. Um, we've got a kickoff question that comes from the Norwegian Viking FPL underscore Norwegian five or V, whichever. Um, if you're not into the whole Roman numerals thing, uh, if Ollie got, if Ollie was to get sacked after Sunday. Um, who uh, would you have preferred to have won 2 0 if it meant he would stay in the job? Because we had these debates, Adam, pre game, and it wasn't, are oh, Liverpool going to win? It was like, what's the best way for us to win? Which I thought was quite indicative of how the game was, we felt the game was yeah. going to go. Let's say, and it, it looks like he's going to stay, but mm. just in the, in the terms of hypothetics, yeah. if, if they turn around, if you'd woken up Monday morning and he was gone, mm-hmm. would you have regretted us? Going so heavy, would you rather have done something that drew that drew this out a bit longer? Um, no, I sort of <laughs> touching on what we were just talking about before. Like in my own head, I was like, maybe that's what Jurgen's doing with this last twenty minutes. He's like, don't put seven past them. <laughs> <laughs> he can live with five. Do you know what it is, right? He's he's pathetic, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. 
Like, he's he's never going to win anything of significance. He might win a Carabao Cup accidentally yeah. as Man United manager. He, he might stumble across that if they leave him there for long enough. He's never going to win a title. He's never going to win a Champions League. It's just not going to happen. So, as a Liverpool fan, you want him to be there as long as possible. However, he's not going to be. He isn't going to be. He's going to get sacked at some point. And they're not going to win anything this season now. They're already out the title race. They've got no chance in Europe. There's no manager that can come in and... I, well, Tuchel did a really good job with Chelsea last year and they did go on to win it, but I don't see that happening at Man United, even if they replace him this second. Yeah. So, us being the team that got him sacked, and I found that even funnier, and also winning 2-0 to keep him in a job wouldn't have been giving us these four joyous days. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like being offered the you know the best blowjob of your life or being told that you might have some really good sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might... And, and that's the point. It's like the LA stuff might get, you know, drawing that out. You know, we might live to regret this, but I don't think I'll ever be able to regret seeing Liverpool beat Man United 5-0. No. Football's, football's about stories and it's about, you know what I mean? It's about moments and it's about things that you can tell your, you know, your, your kids hopefully in the future or, you know, things you can talk about in, in, in 18 months, two years down the line with your mates. Do you, remember, do you remember when we went to Old Trafford and just absolutely bullied them? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if it's a 2 0, you go, wow, well, you know, that was. We great. still talk about 4 1. Exactly. We still laugh about Andrea the Sena. <laughs> oh my God, that yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. That was the last goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, you know, so for me, I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I'd much prefer it for us to win 5-0, have some stories, have some things to talk about, rather than it being a 2-0 and him being in a job. Because he was the best win in the world. Even if, even, if he, even if he loses his job tomorrow, for example, like Adam was saying, it doesn't matter what happens to the end of the season. Like they're not gonna, you know, not and he's not. He's definitely not gonna be there at the start of next season. It's not. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna do that. Yeah, they're not. No, no so. chance. No chance. So it doesn't. It doesn't really make any difference other than it's just a really nice story to talk about in the future. Yeah, I mean, look to the point. Like Chelsea have uh, the best examples of this. If they've got their recent history, post Mourinho is littered with guys who've come in for halfway through a season and gone and got the best out of them. Rafa came in and did it, mm. Di Matteo mm. did it, Tuchel's done it as well. They've often, often ended in European silverware as well, which is quite funny. But yeah, you, I just, it's that thing of Gary, it's the fact that Gary Neville's going, in fact, no, we'll talk about Gary Neville because I want to talk about his response in depth and detail because it's just amazing. Because I think he's quite a good pundit, but I love the fact that he, he tries to be bipartisan, he tries to be above it all, but he's not. So when he gets dragged into the, the mire of being like, he's the voice for Manchester United, I find it oh so satisfying. Um, right, we're going to take a, a very short break. So we've got Adam Rowan, he is back. This isn't the first time we've had him in in ages. He came in to do an In Conversation With, uh, part of our new series of guest interviews. Um, here's a little clip from that. And then starting in January, we were recording in his spare room. We were recording it on the cameras, but only to put a short clip out. It wasn't for the full episodes. And then the pandemic hit 12 episodes in. So we said to the listeners, we had like 2,000 listeners or whatever, we're going to have to stop and get jobs unless you want to support us on Patreon. Now, there won't be any benefits to this, but we are going to do an episode every day. So if you want us to do that, you're going to have to chuck us a bit of money. Um, And like 400 people signed up like, in a few days and we were like right we can sort of survive on that for a few weeks because that's what we thought the pandemic was going to be and that was it really it started sort of making a bit of money so we were like okay we can keep going and then when the 
towards the end of July when it was like, we're going to give you the summer, pandemic-wise. You're going to get to eat out to help out all that. We went, shall we just take a big gamble and buy a studio and just do it up now and get well ahead of the game? Because every other comedian's trying to do a podcast. They're not necessarily taking off as much as this one has. But even then, our thing was small and still is now, really, relatively speaking. Bought the studio in Runcorn. It's halfway between my house and Dan's. Done it up. And then that's when things went insane because we were able to put full 4K episodes on YouTube. We were able to use the 4K footage to make sure the clips we put out on TikTok and Instagram are always HD, no matter what format we put them in. And aesthetically, it looks great. Yes, check out the In Conversation with Adam Rowe. He's not just a, a funny person. He's actually a real person as well. <laughs> it's good though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Good, good old gab about life, the Reds, the universe and everything. Uh, and obviously the success of the Have A Word podcast that's absolutely gone stratospheric in the last 12 months uh, and all the stuff and that. Yeah, so go and check that out. Streaming now on uh, Redman Plus over on the RedmanTV.com. Uh, we did Paddy the Baddy the other week as well. Uh, we had John Achterberg the week before that. So yeah, and there's plenty more to come as well. So yeah, all really good stuff. Go and check them all out. Uh, yes. The, <laughs> uh, more Man United because this is where we are. This is how good our lives are. I want to talk... <laughs> I... I, I I got so much satisfaction from seeing Gary Neville having to front up all the problems at Manchester United, and you know, and and it was exacerbated by by Paul Scholes because Scholes came out and basically was brutally honest mm. in the midweek and said this is going to happen. Prognosticator of prognosticators, he actually only the second most popular thing he went viral for that last week. But um, <laughs> the less said about the other one, the better. Really, he's really lucky he said that last week. Yeah, otherwise the other one would be much bigger news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, if United weren't as big a football club, Paul Scholes would have a lot of questions to answer this week. If that, if that match had been a nil-nil draw, that's all... That's... <laughs> Scholes just yeah. going, oh, um, But the fact that Scholes comes out and just is just cause it how it is, and Gary Neville's there... <sighs> I think he needs to. I don't. I don't know. I, I just first of all, it's funny because Carragher's clearly like a pig in shit because he, they both know how to play the game. They both know what goes viral, so they they know what the, what you what you've got to do to make people go wild for what you're talking about, and they both know winding each other up is a big part of that. So Carragher just sat there, just going, <laughs> just going, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but over every point was just. He's lost credibility yeah. for me now, Gary Neville. Like you, you, part of your job as a pundit is to is, is, is to be impartial. And if you and, and every everybody in the entire fucking world, not just the football world, the entire world can see that all of the problems right now can be fixed. Not fixed, but ultimately can can you know you, you're moving in the right direction if you get rid of Ollie. And for him to not criticise his mate and to go, no, it's not. It's it's problems with the board and it's problems with this and it's problems with that player and it's pro- trying to fit Pogba in and how to, you know, oh, is, is, it, is, it, is it a problem with Ronaldo? And re- it's bollocks, mate. You, you, like, if, unless you come out and go, actually, yeah, he's he's just not up to the job. I don't know how, I, I don't know how you're supposed to have respect for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the idea of just like him going, and I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm just not going to talk about, I'm not going to, 
get at me mate and it's like that's lovely and it's noble but it's literally not what we're paying you for yeah, exactly <laughs> go on Adam go on oh. you're, you're going to go to bat I, Gary Neville I, I, I really like Gary Neville yeah. right in general I think he's one of the best pundits in the country and I think this like it's perfect it's hilarious <laughs> It doesn't have to be like he's lost credibility for me because I don't think he has. I think this is such a big blind spot for him that he's obviously going to have a problem with it. If Gerard was the manager of Liverpool and he was struggling a bit, Carragher wouldn't be as harsh as he is on everyone else. Yeah. We'd all be like that. It's a proper bias. And you ju- we should just enjoy that this guy who's normally brilliant at being a pundit and brilliant at that job is now like... but. But, but I played with him. <laughs> like he can't, he can't get past it, and it's. it's but I was at his kids' christening. <laughs> like I, it, it's, it's, it's funny, and yeah, he's he, watching Carragher just really slowly wind them up. Just like every now and then, just turning the heat off, just three more degrees and the look on that of on Neville's face every time. Yeah, it's like that yeah. line in the middle of his face just got deeper and deeper and no, deeper. No, no, it's like, it's like if you're like a, a team of torturers, and then all of a sudden you find yourself on the receiving end of torture from your mate. And you're like, no, 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 we don't do this to me. <laughs> we do this to other people, and it's like like you know eight eight two carrot. You know what I mean? He's like, no, no, no. Like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? He's like, you're basically saying. Because they've sacked Van Gaal and Mourinho, that they can't, they, they can't sack, they can't sack Ole because they've had. Well, he was the best manager in the world. I mean, for the start, Mourinho wasn't the best manager in the world when United hired him. By the way, uh, he had been sacked twice by Chelsea at that point. But the, um, but yeah, I, I just, I, it's, you're right. It's the flawed logic to everything, which is incredible. It's just a, it's a joy to behold because again, I, I, again, I've got no problem with Gary Neville. I actually, my only issue with Gary Neville is I think he just needs to own the fact that he's dead biased a bit more. I think the fact that he yeah. tries not to be actually makes me respect him a bit less because and I know you've I know what he's trying to do and but you can't get away from it and it's so obvious because when he talks about Liverpool like I, I did the overlap show with the other week and it's, he's got this thing where he's talking about Salah he's got to go and experience Real Madrid and it's like shut up you horribly biased meth because I know I recognise it because I go on United shows and I say things like when I'm, I'm I've been like a pig in shit for the last six or seven years with them being crap United deserve better than insert their current manager's name, and I and I don't really care. I'm just saying it because I know it's like it's it's got enough truth to it that, that you know there's enough there that you get to come across like you know what you're talking about. Really, you just you just you just put, poke, put poke in the knife. In the what, what I'd really like to happen at United is that they keep Ollie just long enough for all the good managers to have just signed deals with clubs. Yeah. And they end up with like, do you know what? We're just gonna have to get Tony Pulis in for a bit. We're <laughs> just gonna, we're, we're just gonna have to, yeah. Just like <laughs> the fans will love him, you know. Call me a man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? From the, from the first Premier League title, what could them? be better? Yeah. He knows the club inside out. Yeah, respected. <laughs> They're gonna give it to Ronaldo. Do you reckon? Hundred percent. Player manager. Player manager Ronaldo. Because delicious. And it'll end up being like. It'll be another one of those like Fergie is overseeing it again, you know, it's just some some bullshit like that. Like, but it'll be He's he's such a bigger problem than they realise. Yeah. Like what people are also forgetting, because they're so laughably shite at the minute in every department, they finished second last year. Mm-hmm. And I know like Liverpool were it had injuries and you know, Chelsea had that transition between Lampard and Tuchel. 
and you know the league wasn't necessarily at its strongest last year. They finished second in the Premier League, and they were winning games, games that they're now losing, right? And games that they're now struggling to win. They were, they were, you know, they were doing all right last year. They were the second best team in the league, despite like obviously. There's, there's yeah, I mean, a Liverpool <laughs> team with Nat Phillips and uh, and Reece Williams was the third best team in the league, which George Henderson at cont- centre back contextualises it slightly. But go on, but what I mean is they're so much worse than they were last year. Yeah, right. And that is Ronaldo, and he's it's it's not as obvious to people who don't really understand how football works because he's scoring all of their goals. Yeah. So they're going, oh no, he's doing all right. He scored six goals. Yeah. It do- but <laughs> No, I said this last night. I said this yesterday. There was a time when Divock Origi played for us pre, pre-injury and he scored five and five. But he was dog shit in all those games. Yeah. But he scored five and five, so he's done a striker's job, mm. and we were, and we narrowly won a few. You know what I mean? It was it was close, but that's that's exactly where he's at, and that's the point about why it was so funny having the goal disallowed because he didn't even get to come away going. It's everyone. It's all these other wankers who've, who've yeah. copped yeah, it up yeah, for me. Yeah, I'm Ronaldo. Yeah. I've done my job. And on also, I think it was one of the commentary team. It might have been Carragher, and it might have been Martin Tyler the other day said. The, before Ronaldo come in, it was the last few days of the transfer window, wasn't it? There must have been a plan for Manchester United this year. There must have been, we're going to play this way. And then he's come in, and that entire summer of work has gone out the fucking window because he's playing every game. Yeah. And long may it continue because he will keep scoring goals and United will keep losing goal- games that he scores goals in. Yeah, he's the, He is the biggest problem with that club. Well, he's not. Solskjaer's the biggest problem with that club and he's not. It's the fact that Woodward's still there and, and it's not. It's because Alex Ferguson has too much influence by by looming over like yeah. a ghostly spectre over everything they do. There's a reason, but there's a reason Liverpool had to tell Bill Shankly to stop turning up to Melwood because he, he was too involved with the football club and they've got his name on the stand and he's there. Like, Kenny gets... The good thing about us and Kenny is we've, you know, we we kind of sorted that potential problem out in in not a very nice way by by moving him on from being the manager again. But and Kenny's just such a character; he doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't want to tell people what to do. He says to himself, "I'm not asked people. I don't give people advice. People might ask me for things, but I'll talk to them." But he, he would never. He Kenny he hasn't got not the, the same, guy who would go yeah. with advice to people. Yeah, he, he hasn't got the presence of. Alex Ferguson, he yeah. didn't like. They've got a fucking bat phone, like the sixties Batman series. It's the Fergie <laughs> phone in in Old Trafford, and when that rings, I bet alarms go off in that entire stadium, so that everyone's Just aware a, the Fergie's a calling. A bottle of whiskey like... in the in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I've been James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, like he, he looms so large, and I put to but to the Ronaldo thing. Every, I mean, Andros Townsend's taking the piss out of him the other week. <laughs> and because he's there, because he's gone away for 10 years and he's come back and he's still good, but he's not the best player. And he never was the best player in the world, by the way, but he's not the best player in the world and he's not in that category anymore. He's still dead good. But it's just, he he's given, he's a lightning rod. Like, there's something just... Fine about Man United, they haven't got any loathsome figures anymore, or figures of contempt or ridicule, apart from maybe the manager. But you know, we used to hate Gary Neville, and we'd hate Beckham, and we'd hate you know, yeah, you're not. You know, they've had these players over the years that you just like you hate, and it made you it made you want to kick off at them more. Ronaldo's kind of got that. So if he does good things, you've got someone to hate. But if it goes wrong, you just. Oh, the laughter is bubbling up underneath. I just can't. I just can't understand it. Going back to what Adam was saying before about having a having a plan over over the summer, which they which you're absolutely right. They must have had to throw that out of the window. 
when it seems really, really obvious. Look, I, you know, I'm, I've never managed a football club. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't profess to, you know, know everything tactically, but I'm pretty sure I could muddle my way through that team and come up with a better idea than Ollie's doing. Mm. But you've got, a, you know, you've got a wealth of talent there. You've got, you know, they've got Jaden Sancho. They can't, they, they can't fit into that team, which is fucking bananas. Yeah, because he's, you know, the, probably the rightful heir to Mbappe, or he's, he's, he's that exciting a player. Yeah. To have someone like Cristiano Ronaldo that you could bring on in the 70th minute and just go, go and do a load of mad Cristiano Ronaldo shit. Just terrifying. Imagine if you, you know, imagine being an opposition player yeah. and seeing Ronaldo exactly. coming on. You, you fucking head's But gone. instead, you've got 60 minutes of him walking around with his hands on his hips. Yeah, exactly. Look, looking at everyone else like... And, and this was probably discussed in the contract thing, wasn't it? He's gone, look, I'll come here, but I'm fucking playing. And they've gone, no, yes, yes, sir. No, but fucking Ferguson <laughs> come up the other week when Ollie didn't start him and the players, and it was one of the best players saying, you've got to start your best players. And then Ferguson came out and said, you've got to start your best players. Well, he's basically just, it's gone to, gone to Ollie. Yeah, go and, go and ruin your Man United career because you've got two choices. And I said, I said this yesterday, but we're repeating. If you don't play Ronaldo and you lose, you've fucked it because Fergie's told you what you should be doing and you've gone against the wishes of Sir Alex Ferguson and all the ex-players. So basically, the fans will crucify you. Or you stick with Ronaldo and he totally upsets everything you're trying to do on the pitch and you probably lose anyway, but at least you'll live a little bit longer because you've followed the line. You know, he's got and teeny tiny shriveled little 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 on top of balls it, like, the way he's gone this way, like yeah. hamster bollocks. Yeah, on, hamster ball. On top of playing him, if you're going to play him, yeah. you've got to play with the knowledge that he's on the fucking pitch and counter attack and leave him up there and whatever. The, I was watching it, I watched it with me missus, right? And <laughs> she she was like trying to get proper involved with it because it's a United game. And I was like, the the pressing's insane. There's a moment, right, where Virgil van Dijk's got the ball and he's just about to pass it to Andy Robertson and then Robertson passes it back to him. And Bruno Fernandes sprints from his own half at full pelt. Come on, lads! Both of them. And both of them look at him like, are you 11 years old? (laughs) Do you like when you Ah. watch like a six, under six game and wherever the ball is, there's like 22 children. It was like that. Because he's just sprinting at the, and they're just like, well, I'll just kick it back to him then. And there's no one pressing him. And then Wamba Saka... You're piggy in the middle with him, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then Wamba Saka goes, do you need me, do you? And he comes sprinting. That's where the first goal comes from. And he just sprints up and Robertson's like, okay, well, I'll just give it to Jota then. And the, the space just opens up immediately because everyone's pressing five, six, seven seconds after they're supposed to. It's just tactically inept. And the whole time this is happening, Ronaldo is just stood watching them. <laughs> helping no one. Like, I've I've got zero experience of managing a football club. And I believe I could get Man United playing a slightly better system yeah. than the one they're currently playing. Yeah, yeah. it's true, isn't it? Yeah. But that's it. But they've all they're all bowing down at the, the altar to the cult of Cristiano Ronaldo. And that's again, that's but they, they fucked it. It's mad. It makes no sense. But it, it's because I think it was a point you were kind of hitting on earlier, Adam, is that everyone got lost in this well, what are you gonna to do to Man United overall rating right? on FIFA? 
It's bad's going to improve it, isn't he? He's better than Cavani. <laughs> so, like, you know, and, and on paper, when you sign those players, yeah, you've got Ronaldo, and there's too many people, and that's fine. You can you can consume football in a, a variety of different ways. And there's a little part of me, it's like um, the guy who, who wants to be put back into the Matrix, and he's like, he's eating a steak, and he's like, I know this is just a, <laughs> this is just a random ones and zeros, but, you know, ignorance is bliss. There's people who just consume football at really top-line level who go, good players, yeah, yeah, shit, goal, uh, you know, and shoot, lads. Um, but there's, but like, and fair play to them because you know it, it, that sounds like a much more pleasurable way to actually enjoy football rather than sat analysing everything, compulsively, <laughs> forensically pouring over every aspect of your football club from the accounts <laughs> to you know to the to the blades of grass on the pitch. But 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 too many people got swept up in that in in, in the summer. And our fans were bad for it as well. Like we looked at United and went, "Oh my God, look what they're doing!" The signing Ronaldo, what a statement of intent. Completely overlooking the fact that all the things that he—it's not what he can do; it's all the things he can't do. And now every time it goes wrong, the camera now has got another person to cut to. And Ronaldo's not soft because he understands his value and he understands how he, he tries to get his face out there. That's how you put yourself on the pedestal. See, Salah's doing it at the moment, which is the right thing to do. If you want to be called the best player on the planet, you've got to be on telly as much as possible in people's eyes. But Ronaldo now knows that, but also knows that it's fucked. And he's now, every facial expression... So he's just embarrassed. Now, no, no, but it's true. It's like, you know, and, and everything's fucked at Manchester United. Here's Ronaldo! And he's going, oh my God. Have and you seen that, the thing with his arms? No. So it's after Liverpool score, I think it's the, the third goal, Salah's first. And there's a little clip. I'll show you it when we take a break or after the show, right? So he's literally, you can see in the, like, in soft focus in the background, all the Liverpool players hugging each other for the goal. And he's looking at the bench, going like this. And it's, you can tell from his face, it's sarcastic. Yeah. Because, like, there's moments where Ollie's, like, on the touchline doing all this, yeah. if anyone knows what the fuck he's on about. Yeah. So Ronaldo literally just looks at him and goes, Yeah. Like this. He's, he's like, Yeah, that. we don't know what you want us to do. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing the Harlem, <laughs> the Harlem Shake, was it? I remember I can't that. Believe I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's brilliant. But no, but it, that, it, that, that's it. And so you've now got these, 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 and, and hard cut too. And we saw the best example of it was, of course, um, Alex Ferguson. Oh. And then the contrasted <laughs> by Kenny Daglish. But you cut to Ali's miserable looking face, you cut to Ronaldo, and you cut to this. And of course, Ronaldo, who's gone from being. And, and it reminds me a little bit of like what happened to Loris Carius in that regard of here's a guy who, like, because he's all over the Instagram, you know, he's got a strong social game and it's all about looking cool and looking thing. And then all of a sudden, you've become a point of ridicule. And when your whole persona's built around being like just looking boss and being dead good, but everyone's now just pointing and laughing at you. Yeah, that's a very difficult mental yeah, shift. Yeah. Again, Andros Townsend knew that if he scored, he was going to do that Ronaldo celebration to piss him off. Yeah. And Ronaldo's now chosen to be... He, he's, he's having to live out all of his worst nightmares of what happens when I don't, I'm not the best of footy anymore. And like, the way, what's the worst way you can fall off a cliff? Liverpool, I did a bit with Gerrard. I mean, the, like, obviously having to deal with the, the slip stuff. Yeah. But obviously Gerrard was never also the ego yeah. You know, and that tower where the entire world is like, you know, watching and looking, yeah. and and because you know, I, I've got no, I've got no sympathy for that though, because if you if you you know if you live out your life, it's like anything. If you live out your life on 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 social media and you put you share everything, you know, we see it with like reality TV stars and that, you know what I mean? And they they put everything on social media, and then when some when the shit hits the fan, 
they expect a level of kind of anonymity or expect the whole world to not go ha 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 and he's like no you that that if, if, if you, you know if you if you want to dance with the devil then you know what i mean that's that's to be expected it's just glorious just yeah, on just... the um i just want to tell you my favorite thing i've seen you know the little video the fergie then kenny that's going around and obviously there's been a thousand tweets about it. My favourite one was uh, the two dads at a wedding when someone makes a sex joke in their best man's speech. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly so what it is. <laughs> father of the bride, father of the groom. It's, that's a wonderful segue for Adam Rowe, actually, by the way, because I want to draw everyone's attention to uh, the new T-shirts we've just launched on Redmen merch, which is exactly, which is exactly this. Um, I can't oh, believe you've done that. Yeah. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We do have oh, the celebratory five goal win t shirts. There's two designs. There's the one that's got the uh, the, <laughs> the fathers of, of the bride and groom version. Um, yeah, we'll sort one out for you there, mate. <laughs> uh, five goal win stays available in a whole range of colours. Uh, if you can get that, if you can get that up again for us, Tom, yeah, you can see. You can get it in grey, you can get it in green, you can get it in navy, you can get it in like a nice, a nice, you know, dark red colour and all that kind of stuff. And uh, if you know, if you're not, if you if you if you're not on the not there on the wind up, there is just the scoreboard version as well. But I'll be honest, there's there's two versions and there's one that is sold significantly better than <laughs> um, any indication as to how, how well it is the one well with Kenny Dalglish laughing his cock off at Alex Ferguson's expense um, so yeah get them on redmenmerch.com right now they are selling like hotcakes so don't miss out on all of that uh, yeah no it was uh, there was so many just wonderful moments from that and I think in particular that of just you couldn't have made that better where it's like someone sat there and I, I've been inside like the television truck before when they've got the million screens laid out in front of them and I don't know who the director was but I, there's no way they've not like gone oh my god oh my god because they'll have a camera on him and they'll have a camera on him and you can see it in front of him go oh my god I like oh my god right queue up camera 146 and get camera 147 ready to go in three two one Go and they've gone to it and they'd like and like, cut over celebratory moments. I like the idea that the the, the, the directors are a, a, a massive scouser and he's and, and and those two things did those those two reactions didn't happen simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually at different points and they've they've clipped a little bit of Kenny laughing yeah. and then they've gone right just just film Alex Ferguson <laughs> until he looks miserable. Yeah, that bit okay. And we'll splice them. Yeah. To, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, genuinely, like, I just like the idea of like the, the Fergie miserable. He's gone. Is Kenny that is Kenny Daglish in in the car? <laughs> Can we get a camera on Kenny? Can somebody, on Kenny? somebody tickle Kenny? <laughs> Can somebody tickle Kenny's feet? Perfect. I like yeah. I like I like your idea. It's funny because someone highlighted the video. Uh, it was on uh, Man United uh, forum or something. It was or, or, or it was about how our Man United players trying to get Solskjaer sat and they used this video clip of did Gerard miss on purpose to get Hodgson sacked and I, I, I made that video like however 10, 10 years ago whatever it would have been now and in the video and I did like an inner monologue for Gerard voiceover for it and he's about to take the penalty and then he looks over to the side and then it cuts to Roy Hodgson and, every, and this, this analysis of this was Gerard looked over and saw Roy Hodgson and decided to miss and he never I, I cut that picture of Roy Hodgson into that video but that now that exists and people think that's genuinely yeah, yeah. what happened I had to go and watch 
the whole match and find a bit of Roy Hodgson looking a bit sad. Looks like Gerard looks over, goes, ah, fuck that, and then misses the, and misses the penalty. But I like the idea that, yeah, exactly we're now, yeah, we're now, it. We're now doing that. Everyone may cheer. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcast that we put out for free and you want more than my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content documentaries features and interviews but yes you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless redmen tv experience in your ears the redmentv.com sign up there today so yeah just just to follow on from it the athletic are reporting that they are going to be sticking with ole um it's mad. It's like you know these. We had this. So we've done this when it's not work for Liverpool, and it's that misquoted uh, thing of like madness is repeat, repeating the same thing and expecting mm. different results. But like, but it's mis- It's completely misplaced loyalty. Like why? Like why are you? Why are you, why are the board loyal to Oli Gunnar's like? I, I don't I don't fucking I don't get it I do not get it he was a fucking substitute well, you, for most of his career it goes back to Neville's I know it's right but I saw a great I, I wish I could remember who it was it might have been Dan Morgan or something tweeted this about like expect me to make these defences for Vladimir Smitschin in 2027 you know what I mean like but he played for the club he was a Liverpool legend he scored an important goal for us yeah just this random it's your point this is not like this is not like one of their Great. Yeah, right. This is a fucking. This is like. It's, this is Lucas. Not Kenny, no, it's not Kenny. He's Dag- a hero. No, no, it's not Kenny Dalglish. It's David Fairclough, and he is yeah. a hero. Yeah. But he's not a hero in the same level that like Rush or Dalglish should get yeah. rid. You know what I mean? No, don't. It's well, funny. No, no, no don't. Not watching, keep it. are they? Yeah, but you'll find a lot. Of, well, you find a lot of United fans will be because you know because we've because we've been a bit incendiary. Because you fine. called the show "Let's Laugh at United," Paul. Is that why they're watching? <laughs> Um, welcome aboard, Man United fans. I apologise. I don't because it's just it's Schadenfreude, a bitch. It's like it's what we've been waiting for for all this time. Do you know it'd be really, really, really great if they beat City somehow? Yeah, they're not going to. But like, in fact, it, they they might actually <laughs> put eight and nine past them because they won't. And they'll be living in the world where that's possible because they've got a great record against them. But more than likely, the way it's gone, there's levels to this stuff. And Man United are not in that league. And I said this, is that there was a, there were four points behind us going into the game. So a win over us would have put them a point behind and they're right in there. But in reality, and we're at that stage of the season where... It either you either keep pace and Liverpool were in a similar position with Chelsea, by mm, the way. So if mm. we'd lost that, we'd have had we'd have been four points behind behind yeah. Chelsea, and that would have been a you know you start to you're in a, you've had enough of the season now where you can start to extrapolate how the season's going to go, and it doesn't always go that way because football's amazing. But when you when something's fundamentally wrong at your footy club, it doesn't go the right way. It just stretches out and stretches out, and they are—you know—they're they're, going to end up in a fight for top four. I didn't think it would happen this soon. I thought they'd get to January, and if it, they keep Holly at the club, there's absolutely no chance they finish in the top four. It's mad, isn't it? If he finishes this season as Manchester United manager, they might not finish in the top six, seven. <laughs> and I—I I, I don't think what I'm saying is really debatable. Then, then they're not going to be in the top four. Well, the not with is, West Ham there. Not with Leicester, like, are now recovering and then starts no, playing the best no, football again. Maybe you're right, but yeah. I mean, it's the thing is, they've got that many good players that when they get back to the business of playing the bottom 14 teams in the league, the, 
they'll they'll probably win most of them because they they've got the players to do it. They, they won't, and I'll tell right. you, I, I'll tell you why they won't. Because they're gonna keep playing Ronaldo, and tactically they've got no idea what they're, what they're doing. And yeah, Burnley are shit, but they know what they're meant to be doing. Mm. They know how they're meant to be shit. United don't even know how to be shit at the minute. Like they've got no plan. It's just a veil of like that's been over them. It's been a loose veil of like hope, and and we can see through it because we've been that before, and it's recognisable. And these are all recognisable responses and everything they're doing. And they're, they're, you know, it's that living on nostalgia. Fuck me, like we've lived off Istanbul. For we, until until three years ago, we have been dining out on Istanbul, and the table was starting to get a little bit bare. You know what I mean? It was like you know, when you, it's like it's like a, it was like toothpaste. By you know the the last the last days of a roll of toothpaste, where you are, you know what I mean? Like you're a bit nonchalant in the first week with how much toothpaste you use. We were weeks away from chopping the other end off genuinely, the tube. <laughs> genuinely, that's where we were at with it, and they they're like that with '99. Mm. Uh, it's like Arsenal rolling out the Invincibles stuff. You know, it it starts to run a bit. You know, run run its course. And they've had that they've got the nostalgia factor, and 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 then they're going on this thing of you can look again the second place we finished second, not failing to just being so insular and looking entirely at their football club and not being able to contextualise compared to everything else because I've, it, it's hard you don't recognise it because when we had this we I mean God knows I started eleven years we've been doing this so I've I, I've started seasons and gone well maybe. Because we've got, we had Gerard for a you know, mm. we still had Gerard and we still had Carragher. And there was a time when we had like, Torres at the start of the Hodgson's. We've, you know, we've always had a player, we've always had a player or two players. Um, and so, but the point is, it's like, it's because so, you can tie it back to when you were good, you feel like you're watching the same team, but you lose context for how good or bad your players are, or your manager is, or your tactics are. And like, like, there was a, like Roy Hodgson, we made a case for Roy Hodgson when he came in. We had to, he was the manager. Mm. And we started to look for what might be good and what might be applicable to tell us that it was going to be all right because we Scousers were glass half full people at the best of times, mm. you know what I mean? So, but yeah, they, they, they're going through all this stuff and it's just lovely because, again, it's recognisable. I've been that person and it's hilarious that I'm not it anymore. Is that famous are... clip of Payjack with Stephen from the, the, the United Fan Channel? Oh God, where I he's like, you clip. don't even recognise that you're years away from anything. You're going through it and the best thing is you don't even know it yet. Yeah. And they, they'll look, because look, let, let's be honest, Jürgen Klopp's going to leave at some point. And whether the next manager is Pep Linders, Stephen Gerrard, the guy from Brentford or whoever else it is, it could go badly wrong, mm-hmm. and we could be end, we could end up right back where United are. And let's not kid ourselves that that dark days will come back to Liverpool Football Club. This does not last forever, mm-hmm. and we we but we've been through it, yeah. and we've seen it before. And maybe next time we'll be like, oh. It's this again, isn't it? Yeah. But they haven't had it yet. Yeah. No, there's no Man United they, fan alive who's experienced it. Exactly. They've got they've got an entire generation of fans who know nothing but unqualified success, mm. and they don't know what how to deal with it. They haven't got that generation now, and we've had we've got like three and now a new one started for us. You've got the super entitled fucking knobheads who now support our support our club. I've really only supported Liverpool for five years, and I've only seen us be boss. But you've got like. 
your granddad who might remember before, you know, the, the, the winning the first FA Cup final and that being a big deal for Liverpool in 65. So it was being good, but not like before we were a European superpower. My, you know, your dad's era that we were, we were the kings of Europe and we won the league all the time and we won FA Cups galore. Then you've got sort of our era, which is we still won most things, but we did it really hard. We would do it in the most dramatic of fashions. And then there was that little spell where we were not. <laughs> yeah. uh, United fans at all, we've just won everything forever. And they've got no, like... They have, they have to speak to their granddad to be like, granddad, like, granddad, what was it like when we were crap? And it's like, oh, bloody hell. Uh, right, you know, uh, you know they, they, they've got to call upon the elders in their, in their tribes to find, to tell them what it was like when it was shite. Um, and even they have got like a real, you know, it's, it's, it's tinted with nostalgia because it's through the prism of being conquering everything in that period. It's amazing. Genuinely love the fact that it is. I do, I do, I do. It's just sort of come to me. I, I do, I do think that a half decent manager coming into United, I don't think it's going to take a huge amount to make them successful, though. Like, I, like I really don't. I, 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 I don't imagine. I don't imagine there's a world where you get a new manager in and they finish out of the top four. No, no, no. I, like, do you know a, what I mean? A decent manager will get them into the top four because of the squad and the talent they've got. Yeah. But Liverpool, Chelsea, and City have got elite managers. Yeah, no question. Like, like elite. And and they've got the talent. So yeah, a half decent manager with United squad will get them fourth. I don't know whether they penetrate that top three. Well, they well, a they fully fit top three. They certainly don't compete for 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 a, a league title or a Champions League. But to the point, look again. I know Liverpool had lots of other things going from team spirit, understanding. Uh, they've got a world class coach and they've got all the things the, the, all the marginal gains are in place at Liverpool as well which is how Liverpool have added they just go clop it's not people go it's clop but it, 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 and it is but it's also the geniuses they surround them with I don't do this like who's a football genius I mean like like PhDs work at Liverpool on mathematical models that help us in really teeny coach. tiny little you know <laughs> genuinely like you know yeah. Thomas Gronemar free kick coach psychology all that kind of stuff and you know dietitians yeah, for exactly Moan and Nemer doing the nutrition kind of, kind of stuff got all these kind of amazing super geniuses around it it's not like when they go well we need director of football let's get Darren Fletcher because he fucking understands it's like no we've got a guy who like is a freak over numbers and statistics and all that kind of stuff he does these things for we're playing Moneyball but with backroom staff yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than on the pitch yeah, exactly. that's nice yeah, yeah. No, but, all, but, all, but all over the place so they you can do better with what they've got because to the point that I've, I've kind of undermined with what I've said there but we got the third in the league with our seventh and eighth choice centre-halves last season effectively in place because a good manager can get better out of you know an artist can get you to tune out of any instruments yeah they haven't got that uh, you know, in place, so you could get someone who was just a really good coach could definitely come in and get. Well, more United have currently got their first and second choice centre backs in place, and they look worse than Phillips and Williams did at any point last yeah, year. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and all that. You know, they're, they're just a, they're just a mid- and it's a thing of it falls down on the midfield. Like McTominay's is, is fine, and Fred. Let's be honest, we'd be a bit of a laughing thing, and it's seeing. Kind of- can no, I say no, just, one just, and just move him out of the way I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> pushing him away do you know how young a uh, girl would have to be for me to be able to move her the way he moved <laughs> Fred four year old <laughs> yeah 
That's like when I do, when I, kids go, can we do wrestling? And I go, yeah, and I can do all the moves on them. It's great. Yeah, I can choke slam. You can do power bombs. Every, like, I mean, you can't do that to your, to a normal And he does it with a like. smile on his face as well, which is the best place. <laughs> what are you doing, lad? Yeah. You are going there. <laughs> no, there. And you I'll do it to you again. I can do this all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, that's the point. They, they, they think that they all complain about. They're, not, they're just fine, aren't they? And the fact that they're desperate for Pogba to come in that team, it's gotta, you've got to get Pogba in it. They keep coming full circle on these things. Like, Pogba's not good enough. Pogba's the problem. No, Pogba's got to be in midfield. He's got to put... Uh, it's just wonderful. It's so good. I said this, and I've said it, and I'll repeat it again. Liverpool being Liverpool, everything to do with Liverpool is me is me best. It's me favourite. It's it's you know it's yeah. it's it's life you know and in and every aspect of my life. But my second best thing I said I don't have other sports, mm. so I'm not like an England cricket fan. You know I, yeah. I, I, I can I can get enjoyment from a, a variety of things, but I don't I'm not passionate about another sport or another sport team or another I'm football ex- team. Exactly the same. My second. Passion is Man United being shit. <laughs> and so, like, I go. Said, said with his whole chest. No, no, no. Liverpool, look at the score. Have Liverpool won? Yes. Then the weekend can't get topped. It can't be better, but you can put a sprinkling of something on top of United have also lost. And that's like, and that's all they are. They're an added topping to, you know, to, and so, and sometimes it's like, you know, you've, it's like you haven't got it, you haven't got any tea bags in, or you, but you've got a spoonful of sugar. That's what Man United is. We've lost, but United lose that's just it's a little bit of something it's like having a, it's like having a, a quid on so, on something you I know love I mean? the idea of you going there's no there's no tea bags in so I'm just going to eat this spoon no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh almost as good <laughs> no, 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 no I've got nothing in the, the cupboard <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just whatever it takes but a little a little bit of happiness you know, yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah so team United be shit is just absolutely it's, it's, it's delicious it's wonderful it's everything I, I need in addition to Liverpool being the best it's the perfect it's the best of worlds there's part of me that goes wouldn't it be great if the two teams were neck and neck no because nope. there's too much at stake like the idea that we, when, we, when we got knocked out that the Champions that victory would be sweeter though winning that yeah, title race but I don't know I, I mean you're right and you are right but like I, I couldn't I couldn't conscionably like wish that into existence if it happens it happens yeah. but I like, remember that when we, we we got knocked out in the Champions League semi-finals and it would have been us versus mm. United in the Champions League final I don't think I could have watched it I don't know I don't think <laughs> I, I could still have felt su- sick at 2-0 up the other day yeah. like I felt oh, yeah. sick yeah. watching it yeah. at 2-0 and it wow. tells you a lot about how it does tell you a lot about the good players they've got. But to the point that yeah. I did feel like they could have. Done well, they've got game changers all over the pitch, yeah. but they just can't make them play together. It's that jigsaw analogy. The problem that is we that they're about. all over the pitch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we got loads of amazing comments from you guys, and I'm going to fly through some of them in the in the live chat now. LSC Malta saying it's not crass, mate. It's lovely, actually, absolutely priceless. Uh, let's just bask in the lovely dressing down we gave these tossers. Yeah, definitely. Um, Owen will. With the super chat, uh, wow, good to see another uh, funny man dropping in there. Um, seeing a lot out there saying how bad United were without giving proper respect to Liverpool. United have been shite all season. It took us to batter them. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Because it's just because United, it's people have deep down known Liverpool are really good, but they've been trying to create a narrative where there's problems. 
Whereas well, Gary Neville said it, didn't exactly. he? Exactly. And but deep down also people have known United are crap and they've done this reverse opposite. So the story is more interesting. Negative stories are always more interesting than positive stories. Gary Neville doesn't want to talk about no one wants to ask Gary Neville about how good Liverpool are. Mm. They want to ask him about how shit Man United are. And actually I don't I don't I don't actually disagree with that narrative either, actually, that it was more that they were shit rather than we were brilliant. Because we weren't brilliant. We weren't. We uh, kept giving the ball away in the first half. Yeah, we, the only time they got the ball was when we did something yeah, stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, it wasn't a vintage performance from us, but, you know, it didn't you know, need to be. But I've liked the analysis. It's like Liverpool didn't even get out of second or third game. No, and didn't. I think it's absolutely spot no, on. And the fact that we spent half an hour just like there was that famous World Cup game where they had to change they had to change the rulings of how the final group games were played and I think it's like Italy basically two teams knew that a draw would see them both through so they basically didn't play they just kept the ball yeah. And didn't and didn't no one tried no one tried to win the game because there was no there was no need it was a bit like we did that on our own yeah. it was like the game was won there's no need for anyone to get injured or tired here just it was hilarious yeah just <laughs> that last twenty stuff. minutes is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. It's it's <laughs> it's it's funny it's so than... cocky yeah and it's so like <laughs> like it was like we were looking at them going we could make this eight. But we don't want him. There's a point where if it goes to eight, do you, maybe actually you, you you undermine yourself. You look up, it goes a bit sad. Like in a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in a, but in a, in like a bit like, oh, oh no, like, well, that's a bit much. You know what I mean? That yeah, guy's calling like, already dead. Yeah, yeah, they've got families, these people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. they're human beings at the end. But like the idea that we didn't, <laughs> yeah, instead chose, chose not to. Yeah, definitely. Mitch uh, and Baz uh, with the super chat saying, uh, so upset I was stuck in work for the game. The highlights of you watch, you guys laughing at the disallowed goal made my day though you guys are class thank you that was one of my favourite moments I just didn't know how to deal with it because it was such a no, it was such a non-moment them scoring that I literally I, I, we had biscuits there so I thought I'll have a biscuit because you know there's no there's no point but the fact that we then went through VAR and it gets ruled off and that just that tickled my funny bone in a way that I couldn't really describe well, because that small glimmer of something being taken away from them because it was a good finish hell of a finish Absolutely, yeah. had Karate and Trent on toast. Great little step over there, Ronaldo. Wonderful finish past the goalie. Yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Robbed from them. Delightful. What's the Boise laugh? Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Um, Bruce uh, Chua saying, Firmino is back to his best. He is indeed. Mm-hmm. It was great to see Klopp actually uh, extolling his virtues because for too long we'd kind of had, we had a bit of Bobby bit of Bobby disrespect kind of creeping into conversations, but no, he was absolutely, absolutely unreal. Um, Virgil van Bonk said, Paul, do more away days again? After that, I'm big C. I, I, I don't often get totally jealous of away ends, so jealous, and I, I had no intent. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have gone to that game anyway because we were chatting about this before, and it was a bit, it was a bit hairy when I went the, the, the last time. And I don't like, I don't like the idea that you can go and get your head kicked in outside of football grounds. Not really what I go to footy for. You mean because you're such a visible Liverpool fan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I, I, it's just that that's it. I'm more, <laughs> no, no, no. But it is. But you yeah. you become very aware that. It only takes one person going. Yeah, that's there's him. that guy. Yeah, 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 and you're in and you're in trouble. Is not what I yeah, not what I go to footy for, to be honest. Um, that's why Chris does his Clark Kent trick whenever we play uh, Chelsea, where he either I can't remember whether he takes his glasses off or puts them on, whichever he's not on that famous video. <laughs> he, he does the opposite and get, yeah, that's his, uh, and it proves that it works. Comedy moustache and yeah, definitely. Um, oh, John Harrison says it's the job Rogers is holding out for. I think I did think this that as much as Brendan Rogers, I think has got. A, I think he's got a ceiling. 
he's a be- he's a much better manager than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I, I actually, uh, this is not a very popular thing with Liverpool fans. I think Brendan Rodgers is actually very, very, very good. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's, yeah. a, he's a good. He's a really good. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. And I think the 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 year it went to shit at Liverpool, people forget he lost Luis Suarez. Gerard wasn't the player he was anymore. And then he got divorced and his kids moved away with his ex-wife. Yeah. And I don't care who you are, those personal issues in your personal life, they're going to affect your mood walking into Melwood. They're going to affect, oh, let's go and get this fucking done and then I've got to go and speak mm. to that lawyer because mm. she wants a few million quid off me or whatever it is. He had I- an horrible, horrible year after... Okay, people often credit Suarez with being the manager of that team and getting us to a title. No, 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 no. no. Liverpool were tactically brilliant that year. Yep. He's a very, very, very good manager. And if he gets another big job with money behind him, because he's done a great job at Leicester. He was learning on the job at Liverpool, don't forget, as well. He was yeah, still yeah, a young well, let's manager. Not forget as well, the other year where he couldn't drink tea or coffee because he spent that much money getting his teeth white in the beginning <laughs> one, one through the work. So that's going to impact I mean, your knackered. ability to perform. <laughs> no like, caffeine. Yeah. Drinking red wine through a straw. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would be, I would be quite worried if United got Brendan Rodgers. And I think that would be a much better appointment than it would be given credit for immediately. I just don't think I just don't think he's enough of a yes man. I just don't think I don't think he'd pacify the board and, and, and you know and the owners and everything that surrounds it. They want they want yes men. You saw it with you saw it with Mourinho. Yeah. Mourinho, you know, who, who you right you were right what we say earlier, you know, his, his, his powers had waned. He wasn't the same manager. And even he went, fuck this. Yeah. I'm in charge or not. It'd be it'd be a sort of it's sort of uh, a job where Gareth Southgate, if you could lure him away from the England job, he'd be he's someone that I think oh the United my board God, that would make me so no, no, happy but if they would, gave would, Gareth yeah, Southgate yeah, yeah. the job. Well, he's, he's a yes man. Yeah. He, he, he wouldn't rock the boat and, and, and you know he's he's good with young players. The funny thing is is they, they there's a world where they might not consider Zidane as a better option because of Gary Neville's argument of we've tried big name managers before and what we need is someone who wants to buy into a long-term project. And I don't disagree with that. They do need that, They need, but they need both. Mm. They're Man United. They can't afford to do what we did with Brendan Rodgers is have a guy come in and be like, oh, I think I think this, let's try this. No, you want a guy to come in with absolute surety. You want Jurgen Klopp. Well, no, we don't exactly. And they fucked that, didn't they? Because yeah. they're not the same level of appeal that, that we are. They tried to get Klopp and he was like... I don't, you know, it's like they, they treated it like Disneyland, didn't they? As opposed to being like a proper, he said a proper that. entity. He, he yeah, said that, didn't he? Said, he? he said it with you. They tried to sell him as like the theatre dream shite, and 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 what like Jürgen wanted was like to get a real feel for the the culture of the culture of the place. So they, they did the wrong pitch. <laughs> um, yeah, but Brendan Rodgers would be a decent appointment for him. It'd be, I mean, and it would it would be very Brendan because he, he's got the. He's, He's the Michael Owen of managers, isn't he? In that regard, like I mean, he, you know, he'll sell a great, he'll spin a great story around it. You know, oh, I was a boy. What I didn't mention this whole time was I was in fact a boyhood Manchester United <laughs> fan. Oh yeah, I mean, my dad just took me to Manchester and we smelled the great cooking smells going on around there. And I've always thought it was a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> people. He'd be doing handshakes with Lingard and all that, wouldn't he? He's just, he's, 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 however much, and I'm, I'm with you. I, I think he's, I think he's terrific, but he's never lost that kind of David Brent. No, he hasn't. Has he? That no. you just go, oh, dad, will you just? Yeah, we just but, not. Yeah, I, I absolutely do not want Brett because he, as well, and this would have happened at Liverpool if things didn't go the way they did. He could be there for ten years. He's looking for a job 
to create a bit of a legacy, Brendan. He wants to be a guy. He's got that ego, that David Brendan. Mm. I'm the boss and I've done all this. Mm. And if he'd have had, if Suarez had stayed or things would have been different at Liverpool, he could have been a really long-term manager at Liverpool Football Club. And if United give Brendan Rodgers that chance, they will win things. Yeah. It's just whether he's, they just need someone who will come in and say to Ronaldo, you're just an impact player here, mate. He's coming on at 75. And he did it to Gerrard. He did he though. He ended up having to get, he basically made Gerard leave the football club Yeah, but that's what I mean. He, he, he went to Gerard. you're going to be an impact player or there's no new contract. And Gerard went, well, I'm going to go then. And that's yeah. what happened with Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitchin Baz was another one saying, there's a rumour that United are looking at Gerard for a possible replacement next season if they've been off all eight thoughts. I mean, Gerard's <laughs> going to link with everything. There's no way in, in hell that he takes them on United's job, but that would be, I mean... <laughs> For a laugh. Oh my god, that would be like right, it'd be like the Rafa Everton thing times a hundred, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Gerard there. Just, just never happened. Never that gonna happen. It's just not even worth the school. Like when Rafa went to Everton, I was just like, all right, lad. Yeah. yeah you, wanna, you, want, you wanna live on the willow? Okay. <laughs> yeah, crack on. You're past your best. They're never gonna win anything. If you all just wanna be happy, fine, and then they're not anyway. Um but Gerard got into United, uh no. that's just not No, gonna... he's taken over from Klopp. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Hey, Hitchin Baz back again. There's a rumour that you... Oh, sorry, I've just read that one. Uh, Trick Josh, uh, regarding Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher, have you seen that movie Scanners where that dude's head explodes? Yeah, that was very much like... I mean, just, it's just amazing. And that's the thing about it, Gary Neville being the front man for a bunch of things that are nothing to do with him. It's just great. He's tried all his time to try and prove his neutrality and he ends up being the spokesperson for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because he's refused to just go, I think he's a bit crap. <laughs> you know, and because of that, he's now got to go on Sky Sports. But Carragher is like just rubbing his hands together, yeah, waiting Carragher for the next Monday night Yeah, yeah. Oh, both just smiling at him, going, "Go on, say it. Go on, say it. Yeah. Say the real on, reason. Go on, lying go on. on his head, just getting deep. It looked, <laughs> it looked like it was there, so you could put a quid in it to hear his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like what you think. think. He's doing all right. <laughs> James uh, Cav says, um, to me, the only situation is similar to Chelsea's situation with Lampard as manager. He had the players, but he lacked experience and coaching ability, 100%. It's, but it's like, and you have these situations in life where, I remember Everton had Moyes and we had Daglish and we got the two cup finals and we won the League Cup that season and I think we finished we finished within a place where it was like seventh and eighth and I can't remember whether we finished seventh and eighth, finished eighth or whatever, but we sacked our legendary, the greatest player ever to play, the greatest servant the club's had, the greatest spokesperson, the, 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 the soul and embodiment, the living soul and embodiment of Liverpool Football Club. We sacked him because we, we, we felt he was underperforming, we needed more, we needed a long-term vision and Everton rewarded David Moyes with a new contract. And that was the difference between the two football clubs and that's where United are at, is that you know, you need to bad bollocks. Like we sacked Rogers because Klopp was there, and we went and got we went and got Klopp. We sacked Daglish because we, we they wanted to put a new a new plan in place, and and Chelsea do did it to to let Lampard go. Lampard might have done more. He might have improved. You know, he, but nobody might. But the point yeah. is, he was a young coach. He might yeah. have been able to get better. And he's got know. that job far too early. Yeah. Is there not? Is there not something in like? the kind of arrogance of a of a, of a you know a, a former player being a manager who supposedly loves the club but won't just kind of go listen I'm out of my depth here because the thing with Kenny getting sacked was there was no fuss around it there was no drama around it there was no there wasn't really any headlines it was just kind of like thanks so much for coming in when we really needed you mate but long term and he was like sound I'm just going to go and sit in the stands and that's yeah that's, have a season ticket do you know, I can't, yeah. sound yeah, and you're going to name it after fucking sound yeah. but there's something about the kind of like 
Ollie must know that he's out of his depth. Yeah, but he's getting paid £10 million a year. And if he resigns... Yeah, but, but he says he, lo- he, but he, says he but loves But I also club. think yeah, he's but been... You, I, don't care, like, I don't care how much you love anything. He's got, what, two or three years left on his contract. He, he, if he resigns, he is literally going, keep that £30 million, yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, no, that's, like, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a good guess, point. I guess, I guess. But it also, he, again, he, I said this, he's copying the latter days of Alex Ferguson and he's obviously got a direct line to him and Alex Ferguson's it's a bit, a bit like if like it was like Kenny coming back he you could say he, he was the only Liverpool manager to have won the Premier League you know having won it with Blackburn and he had some great experience and he, he knew Liverpool inside and out but he'd been removed from the game that bit too long and football moves on mm. and it's been mm. it doesn't feel like a long time but it's been a long time since Ferguson was in management and if he's influencing Ole in any way the fact that they got feeling back who was another one who was like yeah. Fergie's last assistant mm. pretty much around that time Footy's moved on and they've got it like Carrick great I don't I don't know how good Carrick is as a coach maybe he's amazing maybe he's the, maybe he's the future but if but he's there because he played for Man United and not because he's a good coach yeah that's the point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Is there's no one at Liverpool Football Club now who are there because they used to be we, at Liverpool we Football booted, Club. We everyone got booted, yeah. and that's the point. We had Achterberg in the other week, and the reason, and I haven't, and I was, I wasn't sure why Achterberg was there for a while until I got to speak to him, and it's because he is obsessive. He's a goalkeeping nerd, and he literally, you're not going to get anyone who knows or analyses goalkeeping to the level that he does. You know, Jurgen surrounds himself by passionate, knowledgeable people. Um, and 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 you don't know what the structure is behind Manchester. It feels like they're fucked from from top to bottom. And I have more talk about it. The, the harder <laughs> it is to contain me, smiles. It's great. Um, uh, Trick Josh, another super chat Ronaldo, regarding Ronaldo. Um, all he's lost the dressing room. Ronaldo orchestrated the display with visions on player manager. Is that thing? We're on that countdown to the two looming stories. There's Paul Pogba's contract, which is which is winding down. And that is he up this summer? Pogba, yeah. Mm. He can, he can, yeah, exactly. So they've got this story. It's not being talked about just yet. Yeah, I know. He's gonna leave for free again. Again, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. again. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is like finding your missus shagging the same guy twice. Yeah, yeah. It's just fucking brilliant. <laughs> Genuinely, it's just amazing, isn't it? Um, but that's not even a story yet. Because oh, it's going to get to January, he's going to be allowed to speak to other clubs, and then every moment of every football match where he's not, all the cameras are going to be on him, and that's to come. Mm. That's the crisis mm. to come. We're not even there yet. The mm. crisis at the moment is what every time Ronaldo gets subbed off and he stood behind Ole, pointing at players, telling them where to go. It's the it's the Euros final waiting to waiting to happen. Um, yeah, I agree. That's why I say I've got. I'm, I'm, I have no idea it. about that. Yeah, I'm calling him Ronaldo Ronaldo for player manager. It'll it'll just happen. Um, if anything happens, because like, they won't sack him, they won't sack him. They'll give him to the end of the season. Now that'll take that'll take a weird, different kind of huge balls. So fair play to them if they do stick out with this <laughs> shite for the rest of the season. That's mad, like that mad, that utter madness and dross just out of pure bloody mindedness is 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 fantastic in its own way. But the point is, is that they go, I'm never going dead with surety. They're not going to sack him. They're not going to sack him. They will, Gary, because the fans walked out. With with forty five minutes to go, there was thirty thousand less people in Old Trafford by the time the game finished. That'll happen more and more. Like I know, like you mentioned, Stay Austin before. I watched this post match video. I was like, why is he here live streaming? He got off for ten minutes to go, and that's what happens when your fans stop walking through the door or, or start walking out of the door. 
that you bad, it's bad for the brand, and that's what they are ultimately is a brand and a business rather than a football club. Yeah. So as soon as soon as you know all of the all, you know the, the, the everything around your club is negative, from the fans to the pundits to everybody is basically like just laughing at your football club. The only that's way, bad for that's bad for the brand. The only way they're going to hit upon a way to survive this is is to say you're allowed to protest at Old Trafford, but you have to pay for the ticket to get in. <laughs> <laughs> you can protest on the pitch, but it costs thirty pounds to get in. Um, the only way they'll fill it. Um, John Rhodes, nice to see Adam talking footy again. Um, maybe time for Ole to hit the couch and have a word. Um, the man's clearly a joke. Someone needs to someone needs to have a word with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, don't they? He's welcome whenever he fucking wants. There's <laughs> <laughs> an open invitation to the Have A Word pod. Uh, well. We can't have him in here. The best thing he ever does. <laughs> but a nice, um, a nice balanced general life podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, let's talk about your accent. <laughs> Isn't it grand? Um, John Rhodes, nice to see you. Oh, sorry, that one. Sorry, Rafa's Reds, uh, Liverpool 5, United nil. social distancing at its finest. Um, Nick Garcia has joined as a member. Thank you so much. Uh, and John Harrison, uh, talking about, I think, going back to the Brendan Rodgers who boot Jürgen out of his house. I think Liverpool have actually, I found out Liverpool actually bought the house off off Brendan and just give us the end so to the yeah. Liverpool oh. owner and then I'll lease it back it's out it's not quite it. as nice as the, the original story is it yeah I know yeah funny that though wasn't it that he was living in that's like the closest you'd ever get to having being above Jürgen <laughs> in his box room yeah definitely um, fantastic listen we were um, we were going to do a bit looking ahead to Preston but he was asked uh, we'll do that we'll do that at, with the watch along yeah. right yeah we'll just do that watch um Actually, just fine, just to give people a little bit, of, keep a little bit up to date, just so we're not totally, you know, detaching ourselves from the reality. Uh, no Connor Bradley, James Balagizi, uh, Muslielowski, Gordon, or Morton in the under-23s that played last night or played yesterday, so very good chance that they will all be involved with the Preston squad. We'll, we'll have to make some new player cards, I think, uh, for the watch-along, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, that's always how we do things here on Redmen. Uh, yes, thank you so much, Chance. That's been an absolute absolute unparalleled pleasure and um, do <laughs> go and check out the Have A Web podcast do make sure you follow James on Twitter and if you want more from us do check out Redmen Plus at our Liverpool streaming service we've done the final word show because we can still go back and laugh at it 60 minutes talking about Liverpool beating United 5-0 what what greater pleasure on earth could there be having after having experienced it ourselves? Um, there is also the as aforementioned in conversation with Adam. So you want more of me and Adam just having a good old chat about life and the Reds? Then do go and uh, get over there and check that out as well. Uh, just go and have a look. It's brilliant. Redmen the RedmenTV.com. Join Redmen Plus and have a little feel for everything that we do over there. Perfect time, because the Reds are the absolute best. Uh, yes, lads, great. I mean, we're just going to carry these conversations on <laughs> off air. Go and uh, sit in that room. And yeah, let's go have a break and carry the chat on. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for the podcast uh, in video or in audio form. Uh, yeah, I hope to see you over on Redman Plus. All the best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.